Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on from the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college hoops do it all day, college football, we know who's number one, understand, on the phones, you know we get it done, so call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay Eric Taylor, and we are live talking sports with friends. We are amongst the people. Ray's walking the streets. You got to love it. Um, 718-664-9098. We're talking a little bit of everything today. Ray, before we get to the NFL and college football with a great weekend, it's time to give love to Ray. I picked seven games, but Ray picked the Astros. I had the Dodgers. George Springer, not only deserving of the MVP, Ties Utley and my guy, Reginald Martinez-Jackson, for five home runs. What do you think about their manager, Carlos Correa, with the, you know, with Miss Texas, um, the marriage proposal, Justin Verlander and Kate, um, Kate Upton going to Italy, getting married this weekend. Ray, the Astros did it. Are they a dynasty in the making? I don't think they're a dynasty in the making just because it's so hard to do that. The Yankees were such an exception, and and the Red Sox winning three and the Cardinals winning three. Actually, now that you think about it, the Cardinals, the Red Sox, the Giants, all those teams were kind of mini dynasties. But I just think it's so competitive, so I don't know. They might win one more, but uh, kudos to them not only for – the win, but how they got there. This was the original trust the process. If you look at their roster, what they were able to do is assemble unbelievable young talent, develop those talent, talented players, and then it all came together, like Sports Illustrated said, in 2017, because they had Springer in 2011, McCullers in 2012, Correa in 2013, and Bregman in 2015. So those are four number one picks that they not only that not only drafted, they developed and brought to the majors, and boy, did it pay dividends. So a little bit of free agency bringing Justin Verlander over, but really it's homegrown talent that brought them to well, the Well, and two veterans, and, and McCann and Carlos Beltran, they were great for the locker room that I think were key. Obviously, McCann played more than Beltran, but – you know, Verlander was the icing on the cake, without a doubt. Um, I think Jose Atuve and Carlos Correa can definitely keep this going with Springer and, and, and the third baseman, Regman. They've got, they've got all the potential for Dynasty if they can financially keep these guys in another two to three years. They might all be up, you know, for big paydays. Either way, Ray, I think we ended a great baseball season on November 1st. The ratings were through the roof. Baseball's back. The long ball's back. You know, there are rumblings of juicing. And I think now we get ready for the postseason awards and the hot stove with, uh, you know, free agency. And baseball should, uh, you know, be looking forward to a very bright, bright future, you know? Unbelievable. Because we were talking about how baseball is fading and basketball 
and certainly football are running away from baseball. But I think this was exactly what baseball needed. They had the four biggest markets going at it in the playoffs. And then they had an unbelievable series with the Yankees and, and Cleveland and then the Yankees and Houston and now Houston and the Dodgers. So they got exactly what they needed, a huge boost in the arm. And baseball is young. The talent in baseball is unbelievably young. And so yeah. they've got quite a future, you know, a short term. Baseball is doing just fine. You know what else I noticed about it too, Ray? It made it fun because the guys were celebrating. Hello. Like the fans actually like to see that. And you got to keep that going. The players showed, they emoted. They showed that they're not robots and they showed emotion. So I think the old guard, I think that's going to start the change. I know the playoffs are different from the long, you know, 162, you know, game season. But, Ray, the fans, that's what the youth wants. They want a faster game. They want celebrations. They want to see that these guys are playing a sport and having a good time. So let's get to football. And how about the J-E-T-S, 34-21, 11 sacks, spanking Richie Incognito, not wanting to play on Thursday night in the Buffalo Bills. What did you make of it? Are the Bills pretenders? Was it just they weren't ready? Are the Jets just so scrappy that if you don't show up, the Jets will embarrass you like that? I have to give credit to the Jets. I thought they'd be 3-13. and 13 And it give turns Todd out credit. He deserves it with not the yes. best roster. Not He's the got best roster. Give McCown credit. Give Anderson credit. I mean, these guys are coming to play, and obviously the defense. But – to me, the Jets are a sneaky good team. If you don't come with your A game, the Jets will bring it to you and they'll beat you. And they'll the Jets should have beaten <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. The Jets should have beaten Miami. So you could argue the four and five Jets could easily be five and four, maybe even six and three. So And they had Atlanta. The Jets, they had Atlanta on the ropes. They played yep, a very good sure against Atlanta and against the Patriots. So they sure well, let's did. get into this week's picks, right? We got the Broncos at the Eagles. The only reason why I brought this game up to pick, the spread seven and a half, does Brock Osweiler, who we've seen him beat the Patriots, we've seen him have some big games. Now that uh, Trevor Simeon is benched, rightfully so, can Devontae Booker and C.J. Anderson, can they do enough to go into Philadelphia and shock the world and upset the Eagles? You know what? I think they can. There's going to be a point in time where Carson Wentz is really only a second-year player, and – the Eagles don't defense can do that. have an identity. And maybe now with the whole, you know, running back situation and now they made the trade and running backs by committee and, and who's going to, you know, who's going to run the ball and like Garrett Blunt and, and, and Sproles went down. and You know what? They could definitely make it difficult. And they might even win the game. They still have a great defense. The problem is defense on the field too, too much. Yeah, no, no. I'm going to take the Broncos actually in a shocking upset, 23-21. I just think they're going to pick Carson Wentz off. Tlaib will take it to the house, and I think Devontae Booker goes off this game. So I, I think the Eagles are, are kind of ripe for the, for the taking, you know what I mean? Um, let's get to Tampa Bay at New Orleans, Ray. This is Tampa season. It's on the road. 
seven and a half point favorite the Saints are. They're getting Willie Sneed in the offense. The Saints, you know, they're 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 trying to get this offense going. Their defense has been playing great. I think Tampa, if they don't win this, their season is over. And unfortunately, I think their season is over. The Saints win this game 27-24. They don't cover the spread, but they win a, a close battle. And uh, Will Lutz kicks, kicks the field goal. And I do think Kobe Fleener gets a touchdown and uh, Kamara. So people don't realize how good the New Orleans Saints are and how well they run the ball and use yeah. that backfield of Kamara and the Heisman Trophy winner from Alabama, our boy, Mark Ingram. But, like you said, this game means much more to Tampa Bay, and I think Tampa's going to win. I think they have a huge advantage in Mike Evans, who they've underutilized all season. Doug Martin is in his fourth game back now, and so he can have sea legs under him. So I just think Tampa is going to be the Tampa we thought they would be. And they're going to come out and do do big things, and I think they're going to win in a shootout. I'll say 30, 20, 30 to twenty-seven. I surely hope so, Ray. The Chiefs are going to your Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott? Is he playing? He's playing. They overturned it. They said uh, uh, they pushed it out. I so thought I just it. heard that, but I couldn't believe what I heard. I mean, you no. know, this it's is annoying. Like this oh. needs to be resolved one way or the other because. <laughs> I, and I'm okay either way. Uh, you know, obviously this was collectively bargained. So the players gave Roger Goodell all this power yeah. in exchange for less time. I NFL should just stop until next season, the first six games. And I think that's what's going to happen. Um, there's got to be some sort of rule that it's disruptive to a franchise, i got to believe, for competitive balance. Well, Zeke playing changes everything. And I think, yes, they bounce back against Denver. But I just think Zeke is too much, and this team has got a good rhythm. They will be emotionally hyped up to find out two days before the game that Zeke's going to be there. So I'm actually going to take the Cowboys to win 26-23. Cowboys win. Um, And I think Dez and Zeke both get touchdowns. You know, I think these teams are very similar. Uh, in, in certain ways, um, they want to control the ball. They want to impose their will. Uh, the only difference, though, is that I, I think Dallas's straight downfield running game is better, and that's Kansas City defense's weakness is defending the run. And I think that the Zeke will have a huge game, 125 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and they'll control the game in the fourth quarter. So, I, like you, I think Dallas wins a, a pretty competitive game. I'll say 26 26- 24. Well, Sunday Night Football, Raiders and Dolphins, the loser, I really believe their season is over. Um, Just the way these teams are trending and the way the rest of the league is trending. Maybe not. Maybe the loser could still salvage it. Um, I don't know what to believe with the Dolphins without a giant if Drake or Damian Williams or the split carries that they'll do something. I don't know if I could trust Matt Moore or Jay Cutler. And their defense hasn't shown up yet. I do know that Marshawn Lentz is coming back, and I know that the Raiders, they need to turn this around. And I think they, they feel that they can, and it's going to be doing it smash mouth. Lynch will get about 23 carries for about 90 yards and a touchdown, and I think Cooper and Carr will hook up, and the Raiders win, I'll say 27-20. Raiders get it done. 
once Jay Ajayi was traded, I think the Miami Dolphins need to reinvent themselves, and I don't think you do that in one week. Now, Jay Ajayi was underutilized <laughs> this year, but he had three 200-yard games last year. I mean, that, that's, oh, that's, serious, that's serious balling, and I know his knees and I know all these other issues, but they wanted to trade Jarvis Landry too. So clearly there's, there's unrest in that whole Miami organization. I think the Raiders go out and exploit that, and I think they win big. I think the Raiders come out and take out all of their frustrations of having a 3-5 and five season, and, and they go and beat them, I'll say, 30-17. to 17. I think they just squash them. They, they, they put the smack down on them, Ray? Oh, yeah. All right, let's get to college football. This Saturday, Ray, ooh, it's like oodles and oodles of O's, you know. So many games. Let's start with Penn State um, going to Michigan State, 7-24. Listen, I just think it, it, they, they're going to write the ship, and I think Barkley's going to be too much. Michigan State is scrappy at home for the first half. They'll keep it close. And then Penn State pulls away, I'd say, 30-17. to 17. McSorley gets going, Barkley gets going, and I think they get some defensive turnovers as well. I agree. The only thing keeping this game close is that it's in East Lansing, but otherwise Penn State's the best, the better team up and down the roster. I think they win big. Uh, the one defeat is the worst thing that could happen to Michigan State because now Penn State's focused. They had, a, they had a McSorley and Barkley called for a team meeting, and boom, Penn State wins 30 to, I'll say 30 to 14. They just put it on them. They put it on them hard. Um, look, another great game. There's so many. Number four, Clemson, which, Ray, you get props. You called them in the top playoff. You said they had a shot that got in. I thought that Syracuse loss would hurt them, but they've got a tough schedule. At number 20, NC State, this one is dangerous, but I just think, like I've said about Clemson, offense and defensive line. NC State's talented, but I think Clemson can travel on the road. I think, obviously, Kelly Bryant is healthy, and I think they get it done. So I'm going to take them 31-27. Clemson wins a very close game. I agree. I think Bryant and, and the whole Clemson squad, Bryant and Bryant on offense and defense, they say, look, we got a second lease on life, even though we lost to Syracuse, which is a bad loss we're still considered by the voters and many of the writers as an elite top four, top five team. So all they got to do is win out. Uh, you know, Miami is going to be their only real competition in the ACC. So this is, this is it. This is when they have to go out there and deliver the goods. Um, so I, I like Clemson. I actually like Clemson in a pretty easy game here. Uh, I think they're the better team on both sides of the ball. So I'll say Clemson wins 27-17. All right, so many more games. Stanford 21 at number 25, Washington State. Ray, you know I hate to go against our guest and friend of the show, Coach David Shaw, but I think Washington State wins at home. It is hard to play in that stadium. Those fans, it's going to be rock and rolling. They win, I'll say 29-24. The one thing Ball going for Stanford is that love is supposed to come back, although they haven't declared that definitively. Yeah. The one thing going against Stanford, which I think is most important, is this game is in Pullman, Washington. 
and apparently it's about to like snow, sleet, rain. So it's supposed to be nasty on Saturday up there in Washington. And I think that neutralizes any advantage Stanford has. Stanford struggled to win last week, 15-14. I think mm. they lose. I think that Washington State defends the home turf, and they win this game. Close game, I'll say 20-17. Uh, to 17. We've been waiting for this game all year. Bedlam, number five, Oklahoma, at, number, at Oklahoma State, number 11, Mason Rudolph, Baker Mayfield. Maybe the winner of this game gets to at least New York as one of the five gentlemen probably invited this year. Um, we'll see how that plays out. I just think Oklahoma is going to do it. I think they see being ranked five that they still got a shot at this, and I think they're going to step up take care of business, be happy that they beat Ohio State and Ohio State beat Penn State. They're going to be psyched and inspired, and I think they're going to win a shootout, 35-31. So I definitely agree that it'll be a shootout, but I think that Mason Rudolph's going to have the ball last at home in Stillwater, and he's going to take care of business. Iowa State punctured a little bit of the you know euphoria that was happening in Norman after they beat Oklahoma, uh, sorry, Ohio State, and I think that uh, Oklahoma State is going to put the second nail in the coffin, and the Pac-12 is going to essentially, I'm sorry, the Big 12 is essentially going to be Oklahoma State and TCU. So I like the Oklahoma State, the Cowboys, baby. I'm not <laughs> the Cowboys. It's just because they're Cowboys. Uh, you, your boy Jerry Joe's bad. I don't know. He might be in some hot water since he owns a whole bunch of them Papa John's, right? I didn't realize he owned that many, like 46% or something. And he's talking about their rate, you know, oh, listen, I'm so tired of All this All of this is to get rid of Goodell, which is so funny because he was the owner's guy for so long. Who do they want to replace him with? Just a figure They don't know. Listen, these guys need to kiss Roger's ring. They have ran their business into the ground, and Roger has been the one that's taken hits for them. They're going to wind up losing their big cash cow, like Cuban said. They keep messing around. They cause all the controversies. Roger is the one that is the bullet man. So I don't know, right? It's it's fascinating to watch. And uh, you know, now the case with Kaepernick, they you know asking for all their emails and texts, anything with his name or emergency quarterbacks in it. It's wild. So number thirteen, Virginia Tech. At number 10, the U. It's all about the U. I think Miami takes care of business. It'll be scrappy. Not too high scoring. I'm going to say 24-20, uh, Hurricanes bring the storm. You know what? I'm going to go with Vot Tech here. I think Miami Woo! needs the game. But Miami is not as good as their record would let you believe. They're undefeated number 10. But there's a reason they're not undefeated in the top five. They're not that good. And I think Virginia Tech. They're going to clamp down. Even though the game's in Miami, they're going to clamp the D down on them and make it a close game and pull it out at the end. I think something like, I'll say, 20 to 17 again. Uh, I think they're talented, Ray. Miami's a little young. That's what I think. They don't have, you know, a lot of people graduated last year. I think they'll get it together. It'll be a good game, though. One of the better games. Sneaky good game. So the last two, we got 19 LSU and number two Alabama. We briefly talked about it on Monday's show. Look, I think Bama puts it on them. LSU's are not, they're really not a top 25 team. Um, Ed Audron, like you said, good recruiter, maybe a coordinator. Um, I'm going to say 34 
13. Oof. You don't give LSU's offense much credit at all, which no. I don't Harris Danny and Eat- Scarborough, that offense at LSU, yeah. and the defense is going to embarrass Danny them. Eatling, yo, Danny Eatling. Nah. No, but uh, I, I agree. Uh, Alabama all day, all night. Jalen Hurts maybe says, wait a minute, you guys need to be giving me some love. In, there you in, go. In the Heisman at least leading the undefeated, uh, you know, number one or number two ranked team in the country. So I think they win big too. I, I, I don't know if it's that big though. I'll say 30 to 17. Number 22 by the time I get to Arizona, U of A, the Wildcats at number 17 USC. Um, listen, it's Darnold against Khalil Tate. I talked about this kid and, and him being the Pac-12 player of the week, four weeks in a row. Uh, Ray, I think it's going down in the DM. I think Arizona is going to upset USC. They're, they're getting turnovers. Their defense has been playing well in travel. And I think USC's defense is not going to be ready for Tate in terms of how diverse he is. Yeah, only six touchdowns, three interceptions. But the kid just runs for days, runs, what, 926 yards. Darnold will give you two interceptions, three touchdowns. Jones should do well. But Arizona wins, Ray, 33-30 in a shootout. And definitely saves Rodriguez's job. Ray, you there? Oh, we might have lost Ray. Yeah, I don't Sam know if you Darnold, can hear me. Can you hear we me? can hear you now. Sam Darnold, I think, is your guy. He's he's had some flashes of what a Heisman Trophy frontrunner <clears throat> should be. Not as consistent as we'd like, but I think in this game, they want to stay in the top 25. I think he does his thing. I think the running game, actually is going to be what keeps USC alive. They're going to have more playmakers on the field, and I think they win a shootout. I'll say 29-26, Southern Cal. Ah, I like it. Real quick, before we go, you got to give Dame Dash Lillard uh, props last night, the buzzer beater uh, for the Blazers over the Lakers, looking really good. Um, are you surprised that the Orlando Magic and the Pacers and the Clippers early on, some of the front runners in the East and West, Ray? I am, but you know what? We're so early in the season that I think the dust will settle and people will definitely, you know, regress to the mean. And these teams that are surprising, like the Orlando Magic, I think they're going to come back. Just look at Aaron Gordon, right? He's 20 and 10 and hitting his threes, and I don't think that's who he is ultimately. So he's a good player, but he's not a great player. He's improving. Player. So he's still young. He's, he's improving. improving. Evan Fournier. They got some young talent, but I don't know that they're, you know, a playoff team. So uh, I think that it's a lot of false hope, but it's good. I mean, why not? There's a lot of cities out there that are getting rejuvenated about their team. I just think that come February, March, they're going to be a little disappointed. Are you worried about um, the Spurs, Kawhi Leonard not playing a game yet this season and you know, obviously they lost last night. I am only because Kawhi Leonard is really the only elite athlete on that team, especially with Simmons gone. They have yeah. very skilled basketball and Simmons players. is doing well in Orlando, Ray. He's, he was yeah, a good pickup. Yep, yep, yep. But this is a game of athletes. And 
when Kawhi Leonard's your only athlete, then, you know, I'm a little worried. Now, he'll be fine, I think, physically, but they have to figure out a way to win uh, with him and without him. And, and I'm a little worried because, look, expectations for the Spurs are, are, are basically the Western Conference, deep into the Western Conference playoffs. So are they going to win 55 games, 50, 55 games and make the playoffs? Of course. But the question is, how deep can they go? And that's, that's the expectation level in San Antonio. Yeah, well, it should be good games tonight, a good sports weekend. Obviously, the Cavs are the Wizards. You got uh, Boston at OKC, Pacers at the Sixers. My Phoenix Suns are at New York. <laughs> and I want to ask you this, Ray. Do you believe the latest rumors that maybe LeBron might be going to the Clippers instead of the Lakers? Uh-oh. Again, why would LeBron go to the Western Conference, though? I would love to see. I mean, I think it's smart. Well, you know what people are saying? You know what people are saying, and this is what I thought about Kevin Durant, that he might go to the Wizards to team up with John Wall, Bradley Beal. He could play some four, Otto Porter on the three, Gortat, Kelly Oubre. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, yeah, we shall see. So, anyway, great show, great sports weekend. Enjoy all the games. Don't forget, uh, what is it, Daylight Savings, right o'clock. You know, so I'll be uh, Sunday morning, two hours behind the East Coast with the games, and uh, you guys, you guys get a little bit more sleep. So um, enjoy, and uh, you know, hope everybody had a safe Halloween. Talk to you on Monday. Hey, we're out.